You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Live every minute. Hmm. To find something every minute um, to latch on to, to hold on to. And sometimes that journey is is only, well, all, all the time that journey is only mine. Um, but also it's, it's not a, a journey that I always want to share with, you know, my wife or my mother or something like that. Um, because, because it's petrifying. Welcome. Thank you for tapping into some Untapped Keg, our podcast about sobriety and mental health. You can find it on all podcast platforms and youtube.com slash untapped keg. We'd love it if you'd give us a subscribe, leave us a review, give us that five-star rating so we can reach more people. I am one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, and I'm here with my good friend, Monte Ball. How you doing, big guy? It's good to have you back. What's up, man? I, I- if you said one of the hosts, technically you've been the host for the last like three to four months here, man. I appreciate you letting me have that time away, man. Take care of school, uh, everything else that's going on. Stress, man. Stressful times, but but not the worst thing. But I'm I'm doing well. Excited for our guest today. But <clears throat> before we get to our guest, RJ, how you doing, man? I'm tired. I struggled all week. I have had not a lot of sleep and two kids that. I don't know where they find all this energy, but I wish I could bottle a little bit of it because I'd never be wanting for money again. (laughs) Sell that stuff. (sighs) So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest, uh, Aaron Brown, founder and host of Resilience in Action, the podcast, uh, Resilience in Action, LLC. She helps connect young people, highlight their worth and value through resilience. You can find Resilience in Action on all podcast platforms. How are you doing today, Aaron? Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm doing good this morning. This morning is a good morning. Good. Good. <laughs> I forgot to mention too, Aaron is also an author of a book, The Bounce Back Method. Correct? I got that right? So the value method. The value method. Very close. Dang it. Yes. The value <laughs> method. Yep. <laughs> Got it. Got to get it right. But um, Aaron, again, we're, we're, we're excited to have you. Very, very excited to have you. And uh, again, as we said, this is just a conversation. We just chat wherever the conversation goes, it goes. Um, again, we're not here to surprise you, but uh, we would love, obviously, to, to, to hear about you, hear about the podcast and uh, kind of your inspirations uh, to, uh, to getting it going. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Aaron Brown. Um, I have always struggled with life. Um, but I've always like been alive. There's been times when I didn't want to, um, but I've always been here. And over the past four years, I've been doing a lot of research on like overcoming fear and like what it really means to get knocked down and get back up. Um, and in comes resilience in action. I've been speaking on resilience for several, several years now doing a lot of research on resilience and what it means to other people. Um, and resilience in action came from just wanting to, take my knowledge as well as share other story system and strategies on how other people use resilience to have a greater human experience. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. I really, really like that resilience uh, to have a better, better human experience. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've I've actually never heard it put that way. Um, No, no. Yeah. I've been, and that's, I have, I, like I said, I did a lot of uh, research and trying to make sure I use terms that would catch people because um, that's what makes people listen. 
you know, and they t- like, what? A greater what? Like a human experience. Because I believe that we're all just trying to figure out ways to have a, a greater human experience. Like we're, we're here and, you know, we have to, we have to deal with life. Right. So how can we deal with life in a way that makes it better? Not for, not only for us, but for the people in our orbit, the people in our circle, the people we're around and the folks that we come in contact with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I just like talking with you because you just you you inspire me and motivate me just that little bit right there, right? Like saying the you know greater human experience and talk about it. It's like you take things that I think a lot of people think, especially when they have alone time, like if they're driving by themselves. You just you have that longing and you're putting it into words. Like you're taking the feelings and putting it into words, and I think that's that hits people when you're able to do that when you're able to take somebody or something that we think about and you're like, well, how do I really explain this? And then you hear somebody put it in words. Yes. Yes. So you wrote the book first, the value method. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when going through the process of writing the value method, um, how did that nail down that like you wanted to do a podcast and then it kind of helped define what resilience and action would turn into. So I've always wanted to be an author and I knew I had a story to tell. And this, um, the value method is really, it's a, it's a five-step process to unlock your greatest potential. And when in doing that, what do you need? You need resilience because everything is not always going to go your way. Um, You're going to fail. And I'll talk about that in the book. You're going to fail. Um, But it's not the failure. It's how you respond to that failure Mm -hmm. um, that really, you know, will make all the difference. And being able to take that book and translate it into a couple of episodes of Resilience in Action is like, Get the book because you can mark all into it and and write down. And I have uh, there's activities and there's like um there's one activity I have in there that you audit your orbit. So you audit your circle, like the the five mm. people that you're around. Like when you leave, do you feel drained or do you feel like energized? Do they um, excite you? Do you f- or are you always like paying for brunch and stuff like that? Like those five people that you are around the most, what type of relationship are you having? Like, is it one that you need to cut off? Because if it is, then you have to go ahead and now you have to do the cutting because the one thing I always say is that when you acknowledge something, you can't, you can't take back what you know. Mm -hmm. Like once you acknowledge like this relationship is not beneficial to me anymore in this season, you can't say, oh, no, no, I changed my mind. I changed my mind because you then you're lying to yourself. And lying to yourself, that's, I think that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother day, you know, but being able to share that knowledge from the book on the podcast has really, really um, opened my eyes to how other people have viewed the book you know, and what they got from it. Uh, I know what I got from it, but I also get to learn how other people see it, you know, and um, audit your orbit, the like your vision, where you're going, how, what you need to learn on that vision to make it stick. Let me see, V-A-L-U, utilize, utilizing your resources, you know, and E, and showing, showing excitement and enthusiasm. And there's actually a bonus chapter is um, S. So you have the values method. And that S is sharing that, sharing your knowledge, sharing what you know. Um, one of my favorite quotes is knowledge is like magic. It's great to possess, but greater when it's shared. So sharing, sharing what you know with, with other people, um, whether they're like-minded or not, but sharing you know, those tips and tricks that you've, that you've learned and developed over the years and stuff like that. That's what, that's what really, really influenced, you know, 
me actually turning it into a like a podcast because now I give other people that platform to share the knowledge and and their tips and strategies that they use, you know, to have a greater human experience. Yes, it seems like yeah, the sharing sharing part of it is it is very very important and um and again, obviously, yeah, having a podcast and obviously you having a podcast, sharing stories most definitely can help to tear down stigma, to help people open up, to help uh, create safe spaces for folks to feel comfortable. And I would love for you to chat, um, just share a little bit about that, about how that experience has been for you with your podcast, some of the guests you've had on, and just maybe some of the, you know, some some stories, some some positive stories of folks coming back and saying thank you, you know, for letting me, you know, vent on your on your episode and stuff like that. Cause I, I'm very interested in hearing this. So like not even to our, I, I interviewed RJ mm-hmm. and that was one of the best conversations that I was able to have with the guest. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best conversations. Um, Don't give him that. Don't give him that. It really really was. I love, I love interviewing. Right. And I think I told you that I love interviewing because I love having the conversation, you know? And of course um, I, I interviewed Jasmine Williams. She's a speaker. I interviewed Deuce Carter. He's a Muay Thai fighter. Um, I, I, I've interviewed some major, major, like people in their lane and just, I give like five minutes before five minutes after I hit that record button and the, I like get goosebumps because I, after, after I hit that record button, like when I turn it, turn it off, I've, I always get. Aaron, thank you for allowing me to feel so comfortable uh, to, to share my story, you know, to to give to give me a platform, you know, that I can share my experiences. Um, talking to you is so easy. And that is that those are compliments that I've gotten for years and maybe I should have started a podcast sooner because I just love talking to people and I love when people feel comfortable around me. I want people to be able to show up as who they are authentically. You know, I don't want you to feel like you have to be a certain way, say a certain thing. If, you know, we're conversing and I'm asking you a question I want you and I encourage you to tell me the full answer and the real answer. And with RJ's interview, we got some real answers, you know, out of you. And and thank you for being on the podcast, dude. I really, really appreciate it. Um, so just the the joy that I get, uh, I would it could be selfish in a way because I interview people like and it makes me feel good. Yeah. So. I guess that's a, I guess we're changing what selfish means in a sense, because it Mm. does. It absolutely makes me feel good when I know that the people, my guests that I bring on, they're, you know, excited to talk to me. They're interested in what we're talking about. They, They know that they can come and it's a safe space for them to share, you know, stories that they may never have shared before. And that's that's very special. It is. First off, it was my pleasure coming on. Like I said, whenever I get to have a conversation with you, I just it doesn't take long and I get inspired and you are an inspiring person, inspiring person. Um, one thing that you just said there that I really want to talk about is changing what selfish means like. And I really wanted to give you more props, but like you, you said that and that like, I want to go to that while I'm still there because my ADD is going to carry me to another place. But talking about, you know, selfish and how we were raised that anything we do for ourselves is, is selfish. Like we feel it down. And this is a something that we are learned through culture, you know, society, school, everything. Now, all of a sudden, we're trying to be our best selves. 
And in part of being your best self is you got to do self-care. You got to take care of your best self. And that's what you're doing with the podcast. That's what we do with the podcast. So we get the same feeling that you do. Like it, it is, it's, it's peer support therapy for us. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think um, is lost in a lot of different areas is we forget that when we're around people who want to grow, who are looking to be them best self, their best selves, like that helps us. And you're creating a platform that's allowing that, allowing people to share their stories and be open and honest, no judgment. And like the, the, it does feel selfish when you're done. I've grown so much in the past two years since we've done this, done this podcast that it's like, I cannot believe that I was sitting still for as long as I was and not even realizing I was sitting still. So I think you're right. We do have to change the social meaning behind selfish. Because when you're your best self, you're not just happy and affecting yourself. You're helping everybody around you, whether you know it or not. And so I love that you said that. I love that you said that. (laughs) You cannot pour from an empty. You cannot pour into other people's cups if your picture is empty. And I, I believe that I wish I would have known that or practiced, let's say, I wish I would have practiced that a long time ago. Absolutely. Um, But you, you can't, you cannot do it. And I think that is, that is the trouble that a lot of people face. How do I pour into even, even your kids? How do I pour into my children? But I am running on fumes. Like you, you can't, of course you find, you find your ways, but at what, at what cost, at what cost? Mm -hmm. So I, I encourage everyone take a step back, you know, even parents, I don't have any children, but if you used to paint, right. And you had, and you had kids and then life got away from you and you really enjoy painting. I encourage you to to take that time to go paint. Mm -hmm. Because that's 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 getting that's refilling your picture, so you can go and you can engage and show up fully for your family, for your friends, for your coworkers. You know, go do go back and do what you enjoy doing. You know, and then you find who you are too, because that's a big Absolutely. thing that we don't we yeah. shifted. And you talked about also showing up authentically as yourself. Our society. You know, the American society talks about individualism and, you know, all this. But then they take this box and they fit you in it. And they say, Mm -hmm. this is what you're supposed to do. This is who you're supposed to be. Fall into it. And one thing that I've loved uh, the past few years is especially the younger generations being like, no, you keep that box. That's not me. I'm going to take that box. I'm going to hold it myself and I'm going to fill it with myself. And like Mm -hmm. that. I that is inspiring to see all on its own looking at it from the way that it's it's healthy for everyone. It's healthy for everyone. It creates a better society, happier people. It's just that's how we get change, right? So I yeah, and it's I love scary. That, that. It is. Oh, yes. It's 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 yes. scary and that's why that's another reason why a lot of people shy away from it because we fear the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. like we fear it. It's 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 petrifying. You know, I'd rather do what we've always done. It's just like like my parents. They went to work and they worked at one job for 30, 40 years, no matter how they were treated, mm-hmm. no matter no matter what, they they showed mm-hmm. up to work. And now it's like, no, we're not we're not doing that. Um, Bill, I'm not, you're not just going to talk to me any old way and expect respect from me. You know, you you expect me to go above and beyond when you're talking to me like I don't have this degree, I don't have this experience, and that's what we're not going to do. So it's really, really, it is really, really interesting to see the the differences 
and the generations. And I think we're all old enough now to like really be able to sit back and it's like, wow, things are really, really changing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's scary change, um, but it's change that that we need. I saw, <laughs> I watched a video a couple months ago and it was an old school video. Like someone was recording like at a, at a workplace and the, the, the boss, I guess, was running around like smacking all these women's on all these women on the butt. Like, and I'm like, in real life, like this wasn't a TV life, show. It was a video, like a, a video of this guy. And, and they're all like laughing, giggling and like, I wish somebody would <laughs> do such right? thing right now. So I can, not going to do it, but like to see what was allowed, right? Um, what people were comfortable yeah. with back in the day and, and to watch how we've progressed and, and knowing right from wrong and how we're showing up for not only ourselves, but for the people that are coming up behind us. I think that's really, really, um, it's really, really great to see. I think, yeah, yes, I most definitely agree. And I, and I, and I find it to be, you know, it's almost interesting, right? I just had this conversation yesterday with somebody and they, they were saying something very similar where it's, we've really been doing a great job of ruffling the feathers, right? Within the workplace, obviously within neighborhoods, society, et cetera. When we talk about obviously the disparities within healthcare um, as compared to our black and brown communities of all of the above. And I think this, 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 this raise in a sense, this is rising, this overall consciousness is something that we've needed for so, yes. so long. And I believe, and I believe there's been a lot of power in podcasts, right? The, mm-hmm. the explosion of the podcast realm. And so I guess I'm, I'm just, I'm just ranting here, but Aaron, man, it, it, it I mean, what you've been doing, it sounds like you've been you've been really making your mark. And I guess my question is, what do you what do you want? What do you want from your podcast? Um, I'll I'll take I'll I'll take your question and <laughs> I and I will actually raise it to what what do I want from my life? Mm. Right. So my podcast is a part of me. It's going to be a part of me forever. What I want is for when I die for my tombstone, if it said, Aaron, Aaron allowed us to show up authentic. She encouraged us to, to feel our feelings. You know, I felt the most human I've ever felt with the help of Aaron. That's what I want. I want people to feel that they can. And my, I want my podcast to also encourage people to, to feel, you know, because we, we are human. We get mm-hmm. mad. We get sad. We get angry. We get frustrated. We feel grief. You know, we feel ang- anguish, grief and anguish are two separate emotions and learning how to, to differentiate between the two, to have the, the, it all ties back to having a greater human experience. I want my podcast from, and my life to, to embody that for other people. Wow. Wow. Brilliant answer. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That's a great question. That was a great question. Absolutely. Um, We've talked quite a bit on this podcast about emotions and feeling them. So um, bringing that up, did were you always able to be in touch with your emotions or is that something you had to learn later in life, right? Did it, always, did it always come out as anger or is it something that you've learned to... Uh, communicate with yourself in a more healthy way where it's not just anger you feel anger but that anger isn't every single emotion coming out as anger that anger is legitimately i've been disrespected i'm frustrated at this you know object that's not working right like you know that anger is okay 
But like when you take all of your emotions and you put it into anger, like that's really just a shame bubble coming up to punch somebody in the face. And usually it's yourself. Yes. So (laughs) that's an excellent question. The the Aaron that is speaking to you right now is not the Aaron that would have been speaking to you six, seven years ago. Whatsoever. (laughs) I've done a complete 180. I was going to say 360, but 360 will push you back where you were. <laughs> I, I mess that up all the time, too. So. <laughs> I'm glad you got yourself I, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've done a complete 180. Um, I, was, I was a pessimist. Um, I really never really in, took accountability for what I did in certain situations. Um, my feelings were, were anger, you know, and, and rage. And that was, that was it. And I'd be happy, but also I, I drank a whole lot. I drank to, to kind of suppress those feelings, Mm -hmm. um, and those emotions. So I would show up, you know smiley and bubbly and like once that all went away i would then be like yeah i want to kill myself you know and learning myself and really really getting in touch with what i was meant to do on this earth that's what shifted everything um, I've always enjoyed talking to people and providing advice, you know, and all that stuff. And one day it just, it just clicked that maybe you're here to encourage other people, you know, mm-hmm. to keep fighting, to continue to, to live on and find, find their anchor, you know, find that thing that, is going to hold you down when you want to float away. And that's, that has been very challenging and rewarding at the same time, because, um, you know, after attempting, I think, well, I don't, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, I think, after so many attempts, those feelings, when I get frustrated, when I get sad, when I get angry, when I feel grief, those thoughts never really go away. And that's something that I have to hold myself accountable for because if I let that take me away, that gives the people who are watching me the encouragement and the right to go ahead and do it for themselves as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am not okay with taking that responsibility at all. You know, I'm never going to give somebody permission to do that. So I can't, I can't do that. Um, so learning how to communicate my feelings and how to talk to my wife when I'm not in the best of mindset. Um, And having that support system that understands what you need at what time. Sometimes I need to be left alone. Hmm. Sometimes I need to be held, you know, so having that support system that understands. um, And that's not easy. It's not easy to build because. I think I think we're so we're so hard on or I won't say hard it's very very hard to to understand someone who is suicidal if you've if you if you haven't if you never had those thoughts if you you know you never really experienced that so I think it's hard for someone to be like well it's easier for like you're weak you know, yeah, 
you you're you're this you're that which i don't know if people know that but that's counterproductive because mm-hmm. now you're just confirming what i what i think i already know about myself you know and that's not going to make me want to be here mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's it's not a laughing matter i laugh because i know i've been there and it freaking sucks and it's terrifying but learning how to talk about your feelings being open is is the best thing that i've done for myself and the people that i'm around in my orbit um ever aside like like the podcast and just being motivational learning learning me has been the best thing that i've ever done like I'm patting myself on the back because it it was it's hard. It is hard. It's really hard. That's um. I mean, <clears throat> you want to talk about resilience right there? I mean, I know why you like mm-hmm. not just that word, but the life, right? It makes total and complete sense. Um, why that that word me is so personal to you? Um, and you know, real talk right now, a lot of the time when we talk to people who are having suicidal ideations and thoughts and we talk about what's it going to do to everyone around them? Well, that's, that's not going to help them. That's going to send them further. Like we need to change that conversation. It's about them and why they matter. And that's something that like I've learned from Big Kev over at Laugh for a Purpose is how you know how we talk about it as well. Um he's been very open about um his suicidal ideations and his battles with depression and um his mental health. And if we just take time to listen and learn how we talk about things and then how we talk about emotions and we don't let others' emotions dictate how we feel. Like that goes a long way with how we can connect with other people. And I think that that's a shift that's like a year old or so is talking about not letting other people's feelings um, dictate how we feel because that's very hard as well, especially for a certain type of people out there who are sensitive to those shifts. Like it's easy to talk and it's harder to do. And, um, that's something that I think is important to to say too. So thank you for being very vulnerable and open about that, Aaron. And yeah, absolutely. I didn't mean to turn it dark, y'all. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> that's no, that's no, what that's what this podcast is. It's you know, we get real and we can laugh about it. You know, like when we talk about our drinking, like there's there's not a lot to laugh about, but at the same time we could still laugh because we got through it. Like we had been there. Like there's, there's something to be said for that. Like how we process things. There's nothing wrong with laughing about kind of what we went through, because if we can laugh about it, it means we're healing from it. Right. Absolutely. I tie my laughter into like, just feeling pure joy, Mm. you know, for, for finding like really, really like going from, not wanting to be here to wanting to inspire other people to want to be here, you know, and that's, that is pure joy, pure happiness. Aaron, I got a, I got a question for you. So when, when you stated that you like, cause I, I, I found something in what you said that I can really relate to um, going through these, these phases of, you know, wanting to be around, the people you love and then wanting to be left alone. Yeah. Um, so when, when you are wanting to be left alone, what, what is it that you, what is it that you do? What is, what is, what is your, what's your mindset in that moment? Are you, are you focusing on just, just healing from, from maybe past traumas or, or, or what have you, or are you more focused on what's, what's, what's to come? Um, great question. I usually, am just trying to live every minute hmm. to find something every minute um to latch on to to hold on to and 
sometimes that journey is is only well all all the time that journey is only mine um but also it's it's not a a journey that I always want to share with you know my wife or my mother or something like that um because because it's petrifying right mm-hmm. it's like walking down like you know you're driving in the middle of nowhere at 12 o'clock at night and there's no street lights right and you turn your headlights off yes that's what it's like and i don't always want to take that and give it to other people because that's not theirs to carry so i am focusing on what i need to do in the moment to get in a better mindset to um do i need to be quiet um do i need to journal because i love journaling journaling is my jam so do i need to journal um do i need to listen to just some some calming music you Mm -hmm. know i music is a big big influence in my life and there was a time that i would when I was spiraling and I was depressed and, and very, very much suicidal, I noticed that the music I li- I chose to listen to only dug me deeper into, mm. into the yeah. depression and the, and the, and the self loathing. Right. Yes. And, and the woe is me, oh, you know, yeah. and, and I can, I can speak because I can acknowledge that, I did that to myself right now I was dealing with trauma and I did not do that, but I also did not fully help myself get out of it. So now when I need to to step back and take that break, I am journaling. I am trying to get my mindset in the, in the, in a realm that I can then come back and then I can, you know, talk about whatever it is that's going on. Um, if I choose to, sometimes I just like to keep things to myself um, because right. at the end of the day, no matter what anybody says, everything isn't for everybody. Hmm. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. I mean, this this is this is awesome. So what I've been uh, with everything that you've been sharing, right? You've been sharing a lot of great stuff. It's, I think, one thing that, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to make light of, 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 or, or, or of, of, you know, some of the serious stuff that you were talking about. In a sense, I don't want to make a joke about it. But what I've been hearing is, you know, the, the, the quote, the, the great quote from Ben and Spider Man to Spider Man, about with great power comes great responsibility. And listening to you chat right here, that's something that's just been really inspiring for me when when you would say, you know, you just have to make sure that you're showing up because there are others relying on you. I mean, you got to make sure that you're not passing on traumas or feelings uh, that, you know, may be a burden to others of some sort. And that's just stuff that I really enjoy hearing because you're not only focused on, I think that just speaks volumes about how much you care. How much you care about yeah. about about others? <laughs> yeah, I I truly, I truly care about every. I care about everyone, um, because I've been in in spots and situations where it felt like no one. I don't want to cuss. It felt like no one gave a crap about me. And I ref- and I do not want to ever be in a position where someone I had the opportunity uh, to show up for someone and I didn't. You know, I want it, it's that's a it's a it's a horrible place to be in on the other end. Um, so I've always said that I am the person now that I wish I had. You know, mm. so I want to be that be that to, for other people. It's powerful, man. That's, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> I think that that is something that we don't ask ourselves enough when we get to, you know, right around 
our late 20s. Like, what did we need when we were younger? What did we need? Who did we need? Not just what, but who? And we're evolving as people, right? And we're trying to find ourselves. Who are we really? And I, not everybody walks through trying to find this, but I think a lot of us are, especially our generation. I think the older generation had it too, but they were just so private because that's what they had to be. But, you know, we're not afraid to ask questions publicly. Um, one thing for myself, like for my alone time, and it took me, you know, it took me a lot of years to actually find them. But like, I look for the words that I'm trying to find to help me break through in those moments, right? To help me find not just myself, but trying to find the path that I need to get back onto, because at least that's how it feels like to me. Um, I didn't realize that I had such deep self-loathing. I didn't realize that I hated myself so much until recently I finally found the words. I finally found the pathway to just be okay. Like, uh, I don't love myself yet. I wouldn't call myself a friend of myself, but I don't actively hate myself anymore. And that's a good step. That is a good step forward. Um, Do you find that your journaling helps with finding the words, being able to put things down? Or um, does it more like kind of clear up kind of all the jumbleness that's in, in, what do you find when you journal? Um, a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of both. I can, um, find the words, the feelings, the emotions that I'm, that I'm looking for that I can't Mm -hmm. quite name. Um, and also, you know, just, just, it's like a brain dump because I just get it all out on a page. And one thing, one thing, one main reason why I love journaling is because, and I've been saying this for years, my handwriting, you can go back and you can see how you were feeling. Hmm. You don't even have to, read oh, it. you have to do okay. it, see it. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to read it. All you have to do is out. I don't know for everyone else. But for me, I don't even have to read what I wrote. I can tell how I was feeling by how heavy the pen the pen penmanship is. If I flip to the other page, did it go through? Like <laughs> the indentations? Like, yeah. oh, I was True. pissed. <laughs> like, you, know, you know, like, are they, because I write, I write tiny. So is it like neat, tiny, or is it like Dr. Scribble, tiny? Like, was I just trying to, you know, like trying to put the words to whatever is going on in my brain. Like, and that's one, one of the main reasons that I love journaling is because I can, I can always go back to see how crappy life was or how crappy I, I perceived my life to be um, and, and how far I've come. Hmm. Hmm. I can, I can relate for sure with that is, is, for the longest, I, I thought I had like growing up, and I'd say probably after the age of like 22, 23, mm-hmm. but I had like a split personality because I would do the same thing. I would look at my writing and then I would get back to journaling like maybe a month later and, and I'm writing a lot better. It's a lot, you know, it's clearer. It, it's it's finer in a sense. And I'm like, was, was another person writing this journal or what? <laughs> but you're right though. I'm so glad you shared that. Just a lot of people don't know that. Um, there are visuals, right? There are visuals, uh, are physical signs of, of how you're doing, mm-hmm. um, all the way down to how you're even writing. That's, I appreciate you sharing that. It's important. Of course. Yeah. I think that's, that's one thing I've learned with people we talk about who journal because I, I don't because, um, I'm lazy, especially my wrist just is not very strong. So it gets tired very quickly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? But like your wrist? Yeah, my wrist. What about the video gaming though? Does that not? Does that that's not. That's wrist? thumbs. I don't use my wrist. The video game. What kind of games you play? And you're using your wrist. The Wii, Atari. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, like journaling 
helps. And honestly, that's kind of what the podcast is for me too. Like it's kind of an yeah, auditory absolutely. journal. That's more for me than like the writing down part, but like hearing people talk about, it's not just kind of meditative, but like how it helps them get their answers that they're looking for sometimes, how it gets them. Um, like you said, you can look back and see how far you've come or see your emotions on the paper. Like it's, it is powerful if we can get our minds over the top of what journaling is, right? That's that, that comes with journaling, meditation, affirmation, oh, yeah. because we've been set up to think it, it's weak. Vulnerability is trash. Don't be vulnerable because then somebody's going to use right. it against you. Right. And it's just right. like if it was if it was that trash, why would someone try to use it against us? Mm. If if it mm. was if 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 it was weak, why is it so hard to do? Yeah. Y'all, y'all know who Brene Brown is, right? Yes. So I love Brene. Um, she can do no wrong in my eyes. And <laughs> that's just how it is. But I listened to her newest book, Atlas of the Heart. And I don't know if anyone has, and I'm not getting paid for this, y'all. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has, but she has a... Um, a, a, a five-part series on HBO Max where she she talks with like an audience and she goes through the different emotions and she uses it's so awesome she uses like movie clips and movie stills to show okay this is what excitement is and this is what um being interested looks like this is anguish this is grief like oh it is so good you're gonna want to cry you're gonna want to scream you're gonna want to be like f this like this is wrong like there's no way but at the end of it you're gonna be like it all makes sense Hmm. so i don't know if you have i don't know if any of your listeners have but if you have it i highly recommend checking out her um atlas of the heart um series that she has on hbo max it's really good Perfect, perfect, and hopefully, yeah, she 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 better reach out to you and, and right. <laughs> I mean, I'm got listen, going. <laughs> I, that was that would be oh. all I need. What Aaron? She, awesome. What happened to her? Oh, Brene Brown called her. <laughs> Rest you in peace, know. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mons might be able to hook that up. I mean, he knows a lot of uh, people who know people. I mean, I'm Brown. giving you. I can. I can, I can figure. I, I'm I giving see. you a task, months. <laughs> I can. Uh, I can check it out. I mean, again, we we're all what four, five, six degrees removed from knowing everybody on the planet. Pretty X. much. So, actually, I already know a contact right here. It took you zero point zero seconds. <laughs> Manuel Acho, I can reach out to, and he he just did a, did a yeah. show with her. So. I'll see. I see what I can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it, it most definitely our gift to you for for you you hopping on our show. This is awesome, awesome stuff. So I guess since we've already mentioned it, right? Well, what are we? What, what hour are we? Almost. almost We're at fifty minutes. Yep. So we kind of already mentioned it already. Uh, sounds like you know, obviously a hobby of yours is podcasting, interviewing folks. Obviously, the other is journaling. Do you have any other any other hobbies that you like to do to kind of like get away um, and kind of just escape into your own mind? Um, I love to read. Um, I'm a big reader. Um, opposed to like going like out to like a lounge or something, you could probably find me at the stacks in Barnes and Noble. Mm. For real. I like yeah. don't you just like walking around bar- just, I just the smell of knowledge. <laughs> it's just so it's so therapeutic. Like I can my wife be like, Oh babe, you stay here. You know, I'm going to go and do this. Yeah. Third. I'm going to go. Exactly where, she knows exactly where to find I'm going to go to Best Buy. You stay at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> you nerd. Push them glasses up. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So I, reading is my jam. Um, yeah. I love to play basketball. Um, that's just how I stay active. Um 
And um, I don't, I guess just life. I mean, I yeah. live, I live for so long, like not really fully enjoying life to the point where I'm just like, okay, every day it might not be good, but there's good in every day. And it's up to me to figure it out. Hmm. No, it's up to me to pinpoint it. So just, just being alive is probably my greatest hobby of, of them all. Wow. I like that. Just having the, just you, you can, you can do whatever you want. The experiences will come and go. You can just having the freedom to decide on what it is you want to do. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's a different one. I have not heard that before. You know, <laughs> just thinking like, like I could probably list off like a million bajillion things that I love to do. Right. But if I was just going to, we're almost, we're almost, time is almost up. We don't have that much time. So just to boil it down, life is my greatest mm-hmm. hobby. Yeah. And you don't know if you've done your favorite thing in the world yet, if you're not going to try something new, right? Like that's Absolutely. something. So that got me to start tasting more foods. Kind of going on a tangent here, but like, so I would be kind of picky, like what I would eat. Hated tomatoes and onions unless they were cooked. Like, and really, if they were in their whole form, I really wouldn't like it, period. And then you, I'm like, you know what? After watching Food Network, I'm like, I think I would like some of the stuff that they would, they're cooking here. So I, would, I tried new things. And now, like, Indian food is my favorite cuisine. Like, you know, trying actually authentic Thai food, Vietnamese food, like all this is like, Actually, I really, really like the like, oxtail, like, you know, and I know it's a delicacy uh, in a lot of places, but like, I would never have tried that, you know, six, seven years ago, or probably more like 10. It's been about 10 years since I really started to try more foods, but it's, yeah, like, we don't know, you don't know what you don't know. So if you're not willing to try something new, how do you know it's not your new favorite food, your new favorite hobby, your new favorite whatever it is so absolutely one thing your taste buds and on the experience i know that's right oh absolutely (laughs) absolutely and one thing i didn't know about myself because i thought it was uh i don't know i i don't know i just didn't think it was for me but it turns out it is is like living close to the ocean like i'm finding serenity in that i'm finding i just i'm finding peace just being being there and walking and you know not just hearing the waves but like it's the it's the wind that blows in your face and everything like i'm finding serenity in that and that sounds very cliche but it's i'm like standing there and i'm like this is this is it this is this is actually what i what i like yes so don't be afraid to try things even if they sound cliche (laughs) absolutely i want to go skydiving yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's get a trip together. <laughs> Don't get me excited because I was yeah, fine. I, You're in Virginia, aren't you? Yes, I am. I was I'm how we're at in Virginia. Uh, Norfolk, Virginia Beach. So like okay. twenty minutes from the North Carolina border. See? I mean, that's why <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we might be able to, we might have to look something up and see, uh, meet in the middle somewhere. This summer. Um, All right. I'm marking it down. It's, I'm marking it down. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'll be in, I'll be in Virginia in two days. So. <laughs> <laughs> At, wow. Adam up for the, so up for the challenge. Um, he's been, he's somebody who is, uh, He's one of my favorite people, especially, you know, not just in the mental health space, but people, period. We've had him on the show and he's in the comments right now. Um, he's he's doing a fundraiser for jumping on the plane. He's scared of heights. So uh, he's going to he's doing a fundraiser, raising uh, money for um, is it for Brains Trust, Adam? I think it is. Uh, it's a charity for uh, brain cancer research. So um, he he does a lot of awesome things and uh mm-hmm. yeah so that that it's, it's kind of funny that he's there and we're talking about skydiving so <laughs> aaron as we're winding down what is one thing that you want people to 
know about the Resilience in Action podcast? Um, I want people to know that regardless of who my guest is or what the show is about, the specific episode, you will get something from it. Hmm. There's going to be something that resonates with you, regardless of what episode, who it is, whether I'm doing a solo episode, I guarantee it. And I don't guarantee a lot of things, but I promise that if you give it a listen, you will specifically get something from it. Something's going to touch you. Awesome. awesome. I, I couldn't agree more. I So I, I sent you that message. Like I listened to the first three episodes and it was like, I was kind of in a blah kind of a space and it's like that it got all my adrenaline, like all my hope, everything was flowing. And it was like, yes, this is awesome. It's, and I listened to, I haven't listened to the newest one, but the last one I listened to, um, was, uh, with a guy who was in the military talking about, uh, um, Sylvester. Yeah. yeah Sylvester. That one is a very good one. Every, every single one of your episodes so far have been bangers, and that one was very good as well. So I'm looking forward to listening Appreciate to the that. new one. So where can people find you, Aaron? Um, you can find me on IG, Facebook, um, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, at EB Speaks. Um, you can find me on IG. You can find a podcast, Resilience in Action Podcast. Um, on IG, you can find me on YouTube because just like this, I like to get visuals because mm-hmm. you can listen to it, um, and and not get the same thing as actually seeing it. So I upload all my um all my interviews to my YouTube channel. It is EB Speaks Motivation. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. And lastly, where can where can we find your book? Oh, Amazon. Amazon. Actually, to be super easy, you can go to my Instagram, click the link in the bio, it takes you right there. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, awesome perfect. Mons, where can people find you? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, MonteBall28, Instagram, MonteBall. Um, obviously, our Untapped Cake pages as well. Send us questions, topics, guests you'd like to see. We'll get back to you as soon as possible. Archer, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Twitter at it's trickster itz the eyes of one in trickster, and then uh, untap keg on all social medias. Uh, if you need help finding resources, if you need to talk, reach out. We'll get back to you as soon as we can, and we'll help you out. Uh, also, we could put you in touch with somebody who uh, might be a little bit um, more relatable to you and what you're going through. Um, so we've been able to do that a few, a few times and it's, it's worked and you know, we're here for peer support. So that's untapped keg everywhere. Find us on all podcast platforms, youtube.com slash untapped keg, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. Let us know where you can, um, where you can find, uh, what was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought completely train wreck that's adhd <laughs> took my medication late not kicked in yet <laughs> uh so leave us a comment let us know uh how your journey coming with your emotions is working and what resilience means to you find aaron on all podcast platforms i cannot recommend that show enough this is going to be the next face of podcasts right here and uh, aaron thank you so much for being here like you're such Thank a joy you. to talk to and this is awesome. I'm going to look up some skydiving places. I, for one second, I appreciate um, the offer. Thank you for having me, allowing me to share my stories um, and really, really just making this so, so easy. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. It, it, this has been wonderful and enjoy your, enjoy your, uh, your Sunday. You too. You as well. You as well. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least we don't make it, we try. Have a good week, everybody. Love you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.